Welcome to the Financial Independence Europe podcast, where we interview people from all 44 European countries, all of them, about optimizing your life, geo-arbitrage, and making the most of your money. This was your hosts, Alvar, Arminta, and Matthias. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another uh, podcast of the Financial Independence Europe podcast. We're going to do a part two of Financial Independence in France because our initial discussion I got really technical. We went into the nitty gritty in terms of the French retirement system and how to get to financial independence. And that didn't leave us enough time to really cover a lot of other valuable content that the guests still had in mind. And I felt it would be a pity not covering that. So we're just going to do a part two. So why not? So again, here with me. Uh, hello, guys. Hi. Hello. Perfect. So for this interview, we're going to cover uh, the personal stories of Maxime and Victor and uh, kind of like dive into their approaches because what they're going to cover right now goes beyond just France, but I found it just inspiring always to get these stories onto the show. Why do people want to get to financial independence? Why does it matter? And what's driving it to like work so hard, save so much and not just stay at home behind our television and leave it at that like everybody else is doing. So maybe just to get started, could you uh, maybe to get started with Victor, could you run us kind of like through your story? You already mentioned it quickly in the first episode, but let's dive a bit deeper this time. I know you're living in Paris, but that's it so far. Tell the audience, where are you? Where are you about? And why do you care about financial independence? Sure. So so now I'm like uh, 31 years old and uh, I've reached like, like the first like two steps of my uh, financial independence. I started like eight years ago. I was working in investment banking uh, in France. And it was like not far from like 2008. So I was working a lot, like uh, 90, 90 to 100 hours per, per week. And I was like taking the metro at that time. And I was like, okay, people were like not really happy and, and really tired. And at one point I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to be like them like in 10 or 20 years. So I need to find a way of uh, getting out of the, the system. And um, because of the financial crisis, like salaries were not that great in France. And so I, I wasn't like, at that time I was like, okay, I need to, to find another way because my salary is not going to be that great. So what can I do? So I, I started like looking at like US blogs and I was like, okay, it's pretty interesting. So I need to start to do something. And, and after looking like at a bit like of what we can do in France, I was like, okay, I need to start with real estate investment. And after I need to put money aside and, and to uh, to start my way to to fire, but I was really trying to to go that way, and I wasn't like an expert at that time. And articles were not that great; were not like what we can find today, like uh, online and the way of like looking at things. Gotcha. Yeah, and as many of us, you decided to take yeah, well, action into your own hands and get out of uh, the red race eventually. And what do you do right now to actually earn your money? And how far or how close are you or to to financially independent. Are you already financially independent? I can say that I'm already financially independent, but depending on, on the way you, you want to live your life. So I'm doing a fat uh, fire. So I want to have like the same way of living that I have right now. So I'm not making, uh, I'm making more money out of my investments than my salary. So it's good, but uh, I'm planning of making like uh, children. So I'm not making enough in order to be like really safe and to have what I want. But if I'm moving out of Paris, I can have a good life right now. This is this is true. What I'm doing today, I'm working in a startup. Uh, so it's funny because the, I'm working in a startup helping you like manage your budget. 
so it's the first one like in France and I'm working, I'm in charge of the strategy of the startup. So what I want to do is like with this startup, we have like 3.7 million users in, in France. So it's pretty, pretty big. Uh, we are ha- helping them managing their budgets, but not really getting to the fire movement. But I want at one point, why not, if they are playing to uh, to join like the fire movement, to, to know how to do it. Wow. Are you allowed to mention the, the name of uh, the application or the company you're working for? Yeah, I think I do. It's Banken, uh, B-A-N-K-E-N. And it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty good app. And uh, I've been working for them like for six months. And before I was working in, the, in, in, in other startups, I was in charge of uh, uh, one startup that is now in the uh, next 40. So it's uh, supposed to be like uh, the next uh, traded companies uh, in, in France. So I've been working in a lot of startups, like in scale startups and in this environment. And also do have like two uh, side businesses. So a co-working space and uh, a training uh, company, uh, but training mostly for like a product creation. So design thinking and, and, and trainings like this. Very nice. And actually quite about somebody who is getting started on this journey. Uh, Maxime, can you also run us through your uh, origin story and your approach on financial independence and why you're getting started with it so young or still why you're studying? But why are you going beyond just studying and partying like most other students probably do and focus on this? Hey, I'm Maxime. I'm 21 years old and uh, I'm, I'm in last year of engineering studies. This is quite different uh, than other engineering studies in other countries because it's a really close uh, thing that we call Grand École that uh, is um, really good and uh, in which you, you learn other stuff than uh, engineering and uh, you learn management, you learn uh, a bit of uh, programmation, that's what I do, etc. So why did I start to to look at FIRE? It's because when I just uh, learned about Reddit, I just spent like 10 hours a day uh, during work because I'm a part-time student uh, and a part-time uh, worker. It's a common thing in France to do it uh, um, more and more uh, to work uh, part-time in a, in a company. So I had some time, uh, lunchtime, etc. So I just learned about uh, financial independence. I just looked at my country and I said, mm-hmm, it will be quite hard to do the same thing that uh, you US people are doing with say 401k and there was a IRA. We don't pretty much have that. I wanted like most software engineers uh, to don't work the same uh, in the same conditions uh, for more than 10 or 20 years because uh, it's a pretty uh, not hard environment, but uh, not you, you can't uh, be really in my mind, you can't be really happy uh, developing five, uh, seven, eight hours a day all your life if you don't like it. I, I guess it's the same with all, all the stuff. So for me, the main motivation was to just do my work uh, that pays a lot and which I'm good at it for 10 years, then stop and uh, try to do my dream job. I don't know what it will be uh, in 10 years, but in my opinion, it will be like to be a teacher. So you can eat good, but you can't be a teacher and earning a lot of money in France because uh, educational system is not quite good for salary perspectives. So if you want to do it and have a lot of money and don't think about it, like being 
financially independent, you have to make choices. And one that I made is uh, working 10 years in a boring, boring uh, thing that I don't like just for the money. That's, uh, that's the idea. Gotcha. So you're going to go all out for uh, those 10 years. And if you don't mind, would you be happy sharing numbers in terms of like, what does a software engineer earn in France, uh, like normally per year? And how much could you probably save of that per year to get to that number that you need in 10 years? I'm working, so I'm running money. I have a side business in a video game, which is quite hard. And I just run a simulation on net4c.com. You know, the, when you type uh, financial independence uh, on the internet, uh, financial independence um, calculator, you, it's the first uh, result. And uh, uh, when you run the, the numbers, for me, in a normal case, uh, back plus five, at, when you start with a, a big, bigger degree that you can have in France, that is not uh, a PhD because PhD is not good in France. It's like a back plus, uh, it's like uh, too much and you don't have a lot of money working in it. So when you are doing the best diploma, so it's, uh, the best case scenario, and you have just you are at fifty percent of saving rate. They say it will take you uh, seventeen years to accumulate uh, the good amount of money to be uh, financially independent, but just uh, at four percent and etc. So not uh, quite uh, uh, secure etc. So uh, if you want to do it in ten years, you either want to lower your um, your spendings or go earn more money. In France, we have uh, something amazing which called uh, auto-entrepreneur, which uh, eases the creation of a company and is uh, not tax-free, but uh, there is like it's easy to manage and there is a few, few, few taxes. So you, uh, it's pretty common to if you are purchasing fire to have a normal job that is 50, 35 uh, hours per week or uh, between 35 and 50 hours per week plus a side hustle that is uh, giving you uh, I guess almost the same or more money that you are doing uh, with your normal job because uh, you don't uh, pay for all the taxes uh, with uh, auto-entrepreneur stuff Gotcha so that really means for that period you're gonna go all out earn your money while working at a company, have your side business running. And when you mentioned doing it in 10 years, then you really have to save like 70 to 80% of your income. And can imagine that would be pretty tough in any country, but you need a pretty massive salary to be able to just live on 20% and go from there. Pretty cool. And also I like the way you kind of like decide, okay, I'm willing to not necessarily suffer, but go for this for 10 years and get there in the end, get myself the X amount I need in the bank to live off and then go into a career I am more interested in and passionate about. And in many ways, I know people always make the point, okay, just go and do what you love straight away, do that for 40 years and die and retire and be done. But I think you can make a very fair point. Working 10 years extremely hard, getting the job done and then having 30 years to really enjoy like far better for actually what you want in the end. I can... You can definitely make a case for that nice one. And I also find the comparison between you guys' story quite interesting in terms of Fatfire and as 
we call that barista fire, uh, just getting what you need and going from there. And I would also just quickly uh, like to ask Victor, like w- what your motivation is for aiming at fat fire, because we've just kind of like covered the basics, live minimal, save the money, go from there. But why fat fire? Is it just because you want to live a luxurious life or is there more behind it? Uh, it's not really a luxurious. It's more like to uh, to stay in Paris, to live in Paris and to have enough money to uh, take care of my uh, children and, and to uh, to be able to have like a kind of normal life. Not really like uh, luxurious, but more uh, to be able to uh, travel with my family if we want to, to be able on my side to join like a more like projects or companies with a, a vision. So I'm really um, interested in the uh, ecological part, in the uh, in jobs with um, means and, and visions. So uh, I just want to, to be able to do what, what I want to do and, and not to be uh, afraid of... Uh, going into uh, a company where the uh, salary is going to be uh, much more lower than I can have uh, today. Understood. Fair point. And um, yes, some, some other point is uh, that we, we didn't mention it before, but Paris is the one of the most expensive places in, uh, in France. It's where you have the bigger salaries, but it's where you have to pay a rent, which is really, 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 really high. So uh, I guess we don't have the same... Uh, you know, references because uh, in I'm in west of France, so everything is pretty low. In Paris, you can have like big, big, big salaries. If you have it, the rent is okay and you are earning more money than uh, if you are in my side of the country. But uh, in my side of the country, the salaries are like two times, just uh, take uh, imaginary, imaginary numbers. The salary is two times less, but the cost of living is three times less. So, so but sometimes it depends on what you buy, etc. If you buy, um, if you are just a basic living, it's in my mind easier to go to the fire. Uh, not in Paris, but uh, yes, if you have a, a really high position, it's you have to go to Paris to earn uh, more, more, and more. So, so Maxim is right. If you can be like a tech engineer and and work like remotely and work uh, for in another uh, city in France, it's really good if you want to uh, to, to be like um, a fire. But if you live in Paris, Paris is really expensive. Uh, I think if you take like the, the main cities in, in the world, like Paris, it's one of the most expensive. So this is why I'm, I'm saying that I'm doing like a fat fire because my plan is to stay and live in Paris. So if you want to stay and live in Paris, you need to, uh, to have like a good, like a uh, uh, amount of money in order to to live here to 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 go like uh, to have to rent your apartment or to buy your apartment to uh, to have children here it's really expensive gotcha and i guess we can also make the point that let's say you change your mind in 10 years you go traveling you do something else and then you want to return to paris if your portfolio is not set up for that you can simply cannot do it because life is too expensive so by doing this you always have the option to return if you would ever want to leave and if you want to stay hey case covered um that's actually one uh case i or points an american couple that fired i made or i heard on another podcast like what they actually did they moved over to panama and they had saved up plenty to retire well, in panama but then they were like hey we want to go back home we don't like it anymore and then they were stuck at because they simply they could move back but they could not retire and maintain the same quality of life and I guess that's in the end, geo arbitrage, how you approach it and not. Uh, but I actually have one question for Maxime. Maxime, why don't you just move to Paris, earn a higher salary there and then move back to the region where you're from? 
would that not speed up um, the journey you have in mind of 10 years, like, you know, by quite a few years? As I said, in my way, it's easier to stay uh, around because the salaries are not uh, following the cost of living if you go to Paris, especially if you don't have experience. Like, you know, I'm, I have 21 years old, I'm a junior. So the salaries are quite almost the same in Paris or in Rennes, my city. So going to Paris is not good at all. So in my case, it's easier. But if you have a good position, like yeah, uh, Victor has, or if you are you have experience in a, in a field, if you are good and you, your salary can go really, really high. It's like, I guess the comparison with, uh, with uh, California is really good because uh, they have a high, high, have a really high end uh, uh, salaries. Like uh, you can go to 2000K uh, a year. But um, if you are doing basic jobs, you will earn almost the same thing as if you are in Midwest or something like that. So uh, it depends on your on what you are doing in life, on the field or what you are working on, etc. Gotcha. Even you might gain something in absolute terms, but it's just no word. It's because the cost of living will go up dramatically, and in the end, then what's the point going to a ex more expensive place if you you know in the end don't save more uh, and have to move away from home? Now, fair call. Yeah, so I quite like this uh, way of approaching it because we've definitely covered uh, lean fire, fat fire in terms of like individual cases before on the podcast. But this comparison between, okay, I'm aiming at fat fire because of these reasons and barista fire or just ghost fire or whatever a term you will want to relate to it. Like this comparison just makes for good uh, train of thoughts, being able to debate that with yourself. Because I think for many people, listening in and they're all asking themselves like how much is enough how much do i need and i guess the, the right number for everybody is different based on your personal circumstances but the only way like at least for myself like i right now i've got my number set probably at like three four hundred thousand pounds in my case in the uk plus a bit of house in terms of what i consider financially independent but that's a number it's it changes it's not fixed it might be different in five years when i have kids or when i have a different job or just situations change and being able to determine that for yourself i guess obviously you know yourself but the only real way to answer it is only you need to know the technical basics of how to calculate these numbers but that's simple but kind of like feeling what is right what's not right what's your risk tolerance like personally, I can only do that or like learn more about it by listening to stories uh, like the ones of yourself that gives inspiration. And in the end, through that inspiration, find motivation, learn more and really assess situations better. At least that's what I hope it also does for others. Um, I'm just curious. It's kind of like a question as well for yourself, for both. Is it also for you, like by listening to other uh, people's stories? Besides, actually, all well, the inspiration components, it makes you better able to assess these situations and make better choices in it. Would you say that also applies to yourself? Yeah, sure. The the thing is, I I think that uh, if you want to move like uh, in life, you need to to think and to believe into something. And and what I'm doing, I'm always believing into something. So I'm believing that I need to do this. I'm believing that I need to uh, buy that amount of apartments. Uh, that I need to uh, have a side business, that I need to do this in order to be financially independent. But at one point, I can be wrong. So in, in for me to understand if I'm wrong or, or if I'm doing the right thing, I need to listen to other people, maybe older than me or not even older than me, but they have been doing things so that I can 
learn from them and say, okay, maybe Victor, on this point, you're, you're wrong. You need to do this first, or you need to think about this and this and this. So I, I really, um, this is why I'm listening to podcasts and, and, and talking to people in order to understand if uh, what I'm doing right now is the right thing to do. Yes, I totally agree uh, on this. And for example, uh, about the rental uh, properties, I, I've heard a lot of people in France, every, everyone is saying it's, a, it's a, the way to go, etc. Uh, I really don't like it because it's not passive. If you want to, to make it 100% passive, you you lose uh, almost all the interest because all the money you, you earn is uh, too low to be a good investment. So in my mind, I know this because I, I've heard of people that are landlords, like in in US, a lot of people, when they are, they are fired, they are like, not really fire, they are landlords plus few stocks and few bonds because they they just booked a, a big uh, uh, rental properties like far five, six, seven, and uh, they just manage it. So it's not one hundred percent passive. They can't rely on uh, on the the money if they are abroad, etc. So you must uh, learn, learn what is like to be uh, living in which situation to know if it applies to you, then you try it and then you can share to other people. So I guess uh, that's really good. Really important. So guys, thank you so much actually for coming on. I really enjoyed this conversation and works well. So anyway, uh, to slowly round it up for now, uh, I would like to just get started with Victor. Victor, uh, if anybody's interested in learning more about you, finding you, just getting in touch, where can they find you? And what's the best way? So the, the best way to find me is uh, at firefriends.io uh, and, and they can like uh, subscribe to uh, the newsletter and if they are like in Paris, they can come to my uh, meetups. Uh, so you can meet like uh, people in France trying to, uh, to be a fire and to understand how to do it in France. Nice one. And I will definitely, if I happen to be in Paris anytime soon, which I actually I will probably go to Paris in the next two months, I will give a shout then. So, Maxime, also just ask yourself, if people are interested in learning more about yourself, uh, finding more information about personal finance in France, where can they go? The easiest way to, to keep in touch with uh, f- uh, the FIRE community in, uh, in, uh, through the internet for me is uh, through Reddit, because you have a, a f- uh, financial independence uh, sub uh, for US, for Europe, and you have kind of uh, the same thing for France. You just go to uh, Reddit slash r slash v o s f i n n n c e s like vos finances like uh, vos your finances and uh, it's in French but uh, if you ask a question in English it happens and uh, some people can uh, reply to you uh, it's a pretty niche community which is really really uh, cool and uh, you can ask whatever uh, about the tax uh, tax system if you want to move in some tips, etc. They'll be open about it. Or in France, if it's not about uh, money, but uh, I guess if you're listening to this, it's about money. Nice one. And um, also just quickly mention, you're one of the moderators of the forum as well, and we will definitely link to it in the show notes uh, because I found it a really valuable resource myself as well. I definitely read it with the Google Translate because my French is semi-rusty, so reading all the discussions would uh, be complicated. But anyway, sorry, you want to mention something lost or fire France? It's good. You you can you can come there and and we can have a chat if you come in France. It's uh it, w- what we are planning to do is um 
just to make sure that you have the proper information and you know what you are doing. And it's not like uh, linked with a lot of marketing and, and things like this. So if you want to learn more about real estate investment, we, we, uh, we said you had to do it and what is the reality behind it. And if you want to invest in stocks, we can explain to you how to do it in France if you are like a French citizen. And even it's really funny because uh, within the meetups, you have a lot of people from uh, US and Canada that are right now living in France that are coming. So it's really like international. Uh, it's funny, but now it's um, when I was saying that between like 30 to 40% people are coming to uh, the meetups, I think like 10 out of them are from abroad. So it's really funny that they are coming to that kind of uh, meetups and, and sharing their experiences. Nice one. If I happen to be in Paris, well, there's one I'll join. And the website is firefrance.io. So if anybody's interested, go over, check it out. We'll definitely also I'll link it in the show notes. But to leave it at that, guys, thank you so much for coming on to the show and have a very good evening. Bye. Yes, goodbye. Hey, Matthias, do you think there are not enough financial independence Facebook groups yet? Yes, there's definitely a shortage in financial independence Facebook groups. That's why we want to create another one. And the real reason is that we want to get some feedback on our episodes to have a conversation with our listeners, um, to follow on the topics. And you might also have some questions around our content. Gotcha. And also, we've been talking with more of you guys at meetups, on Reddit, in Facebook groups, the Fire Europe retreat, obviously, we organized. And this is in the end the main reason why we started the whole podcast project to talk to guys like you, uh, learn more from you, case studies, answer questions, and like hopefully all grow and learn from that together in the end and become stronger, smarter, and hopefully also richer people. So, you know, Matthias, say I'm interested in this. Where do I find this Facebook group? Yeah, just go to your Facebook app and type in FI Europe podcast or just click in our show notes. There's a link for the Facebook group or go to our website. There's also a link. So yeah, just type in FI Europe podcast. See you in the group. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. We hope you learned something new and enjoyed the show. You can support us by doing this. Subscribing through your favorite podcast program and leaving us a review. Following us on Instagram and Twitter at Financial Independence Europe. Sending us an email with questions and feedback. We would love to hear from you. All the mentioned articles, books and cool resources can be found in the show notes at financial-independence.eu. Thank you for listening and see you next time.